broadcast to you, Lord, and I dedicate it to you because you have been so faithful and so good to me, Lord. And I praise you, Lord God, for all that you are and all that you're doing, Lord God. We just praise you, Lord God. You know, I picked this song tonight because God literally chases me and he runs after me. And the more I run after him, the more he runs after me. And he actually saw, showed me in the spirit realm, me running after him and him running after me. And we were running in a circle after each other and we were playing like little children and he was laughing and he was telling me 
not to sound prideful, that's what the Lord said. He thinks I'm funny and he thinks I'm hysterical, <laughs> like a child. It was really adorable how he was showing me this. And he loves me and he just loves my uh, enthusiasm. He loves my um, character and he loves my, how do I say it, my humor. <laughs> so although, you know, a lot of people might think I'm just annoying, like my daughter, she thinks I'm truly annoying. God thinks that I am the most precious person and he loves me and he loves everything about me. And you know what? He loves everything about you too. He loves your personality. He loves your ways about you. He created you just the way you are. And he wanted me to share that tonight and to share his love and that he runs after us, all of us, the way we run after him. When we run after him, he will run after us. And it's a prophetic word of the Lord because he wants us to run after him tonight. And he wants to show us his glory. And he wants us to have peace and to have perseverance and to have his character and to be made into the image of Christ. He says to be perfect like he is perfect. And we're not there yet. And we won't be perfect, I believe, until we enter the, his glory. But each day we have to be made perfect into his image as much as possible. And as we run after him, he will run after us. And the best thing you could ever do is be filled with his peace. Because when he gives you his peace, as we're running after him, we will not have anxiety. We will not have worry. We will find a quiet place to pray. We will read scripture and we will listen to encouraging worship music like what I just played. God wants us to have a life filled with the fullness. And that includes being at peace in the eye of the storm. You experience the peace of God when you come to him in humility and accept the blessings that he wants to give you through Messiah Yeshua. And he wants us to have that supernatural peace. And each week I share about hope because I have a ministry called Hope with Audrey because he wants me to give people hope in times of despair. And he wants people to be changed from glory to glory. And I do prophetic life coaching and trauma coaching and if you would like to get healed from past trauma, past hurt, past um, abuse, addictions, anything holding you back, please contact me on abministry.com. That's abministry.com. And right now I am working with this guy, Renee, on starting new courses. I had done a course. I really want to soup it up and I need money for it. So if you want to um, support me in helping me to get this course out there to help the remnant to get healed from trauma because god healed me from trauma and it's a everyday work to be healed because you have to work it out with and work out your salvation but also work out your healing um with the fear and trembling of god because we can easily be set back um through walking backwards instead of moving forward and the lord gave me a birthday of march 4th and he wants us to move forward, not backward. So if you'd like to please sew into helping me get this course out there to help the remnant for the second time, I have a whole new technique and a whole new strategy of doing it and inner healing and deliverance as well. Um, but I need finances. And also we need finances to go out evangelizing. I have a small group, you know, we do one-to-one um, -one and, um, outreaches and small group evangelism, but we need money for that. And just to let you know, if you can please, so it's the abministry.com. That's A as an apple, B as in boy, ministry.com. 
and it's to hope with Audrey and for the group that we're doing it with. And I'm looking for other people to help us and to do it with us and, you know, doing it, but one step at a time by faith. So please sow to us and we will use it for his glory um, to get food and supplies and different um, things to give out to the homeless and to people that need to hear about Jesus because Jesus wants us to go out and share his word with the peace and the love of God. Um, in Romans 12, 18, it says, if, if possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. You know, God wants us to live in peace with others and to show his peace and love. And sometimes he, you know, puts us in situations where we go out and we have to show that peace to people and to show the love of God when we're going out ministering. So he wants us to live in peace in the eye of the storm. Um, in Matthew 5, verse 9, it says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. God wants us to be peaceful and loving and caring and to be peacemakers. And I've always been a peacemaker. I'm not one to you know, start arguments and to start uh, fights with people, usually. Um, I try not to, at least. I mean, nobody's perfect in it. But, you know, he wants us to be like that. And we have to strive for perfection in that. And he wants us to live in peace. Because he doesn't want us to be in anxiety and fear and um, high blood pressure and everything like that. It's not his will for that. And he told us these things. And in me, meaning him, we will have peace. In the world, we will have trouble. But take heart. I have overcome the world, the Bible says. And that's in John 16, verse 33. He wants us to know that only through him will we have a supernatural peace. Now, just to let you know, peace is a state of tranquility and contentment. It can be external or it could be the absence of war, conflict, oppression, and violence. Or internal, like how we feel about ourselves inside our mind, like having peace of mind. But for most of us, the concept of peace is much easier to define than to attain. You know, I can talk about this, and I even wrote a book about it, um, Tools to Have Peace in the Eye of the Storm. But to, to obtain it and actually walk on water or sleep in the boat in the eye of the storm, like Jesus did, it's a work. And we have to get there and work at it with fear and troubling, just like salvation. Because when you pass the test of peace, you get your breakthrough. He wants us to be at peace. So if we're anxious and anxiety and fear and worry, then we're being disobedient to God. So I declare peace over people now through the power of God for people to be healed and delivered. Do you know that I have so much revelation and so many things that God gave me? His message from me to people is to have hope and peace. So that's what he wants me to share. And he didn't let me continue this on Facebook except for small groups. But he said, I can do it on these podcasts and share about it um, with people. I have um, another podcast that I will be sharing that I did with my friend, Christine, but I'm only doing, you know, putting them out there one at a time. I have a few that I have not put up on Spotify yet or Buzzsprout or Anchor because I'm holding off until the right timing. But I have different um, podcasts. And if you would like to share your experiences on this podcast, let me know. Or if you want me to come on your podcast or radio show or anything to share what God put in my heart, please invite me. Um, I don't know who's listening, but if there's a church that wants me to share, I'm here for you. I would love to share, you know, different things that I have not shared before. But he wants us to stay in peace. Basically, tonight, the message 
and basically on this podcast show is usually about peace, hope, and getting rid of anxiety and fear. Because that's what he's allowing me to speak on. Although I have so much more, it's not the timing for that. So the opposite of peace is conflict. Then perfect peace will not be possible until Yeshua returns to restore and redeem the earth. Still, the Bible commands us to seek peace. In Romans 14, 19, it says that peacemakers are blessed. So he wants us to be totally blessed and to be peacemakers, as in Matthew 5, 9. So this is one reason the gospel is so powerful for children living in poverty, because when children in, um, in poverty are not fed or if they don't have the word of God, even spiritually, they're not in peace and they have chaos. So God wants us to share the love and the peace of God into even children that are dealing with poverty. So I've really a heart of compassion for that. And if you sow into this, I have different children that I God wants me to also give that are in poverty as I go out and do one-to-one -one evangelism and small group evangelism. There's a group of children that need food and clothing. But um, that's an, a certain program that God has brought me into sharing with this group of children. And he wants more and more people to hear his message. So it would go to children and grown-ups and <laughs> elderly and all over the world. But digging into what the Bible says about peace is also comforting of those of us who don't live in um, peace at times. Because God really wants us to live in peace at all times. May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's in 1 Thessalonians 5.23. So God wants us to just give us Give him all of our anxieties, all of our fears, to lay it all on the altar. So say, dear Lord Jesus, I lay down my fear, my anxiety, my frustration to you. I lay it at the altar so that you can take care of it, Lord. He says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, to present our request known to God and the peace of God, that surpasses all understanding will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. That's in Philippians 4, verse 6 through 7. Um, because he wants us above all things to put on love, which is the bond of perfection, and let peace of God rule in our hearts, to which we have been called in one body, and be thankful. So God wants us to really be thankful in all things, be content in all circumstances, to have peace in the eye of the storm, I teach forward focus therapy with my clients. I do a trauma support group that is free on um, Tuesday, Wednesdays mornings. I'm sorry about that. And we, do, we go over a curriculum. I also have a curriculum that I came up with and we've been doing different techniques and vagal nerve exercises. I do it also with my trauma coaching. If you want one-on-one -on -one trauma coaching, I do an assessment with you. And then I give tools and I do inner healing and deliverance from the Lord. And he helps me to help you. So please contact me if you need any trauma coaching. I really want to get that course out there. So I need help to get it out there. Um, if you've been so into this ministry. So moving on, um, I just want to share that God doesn't want us living in anxiety and fear. You know, the biggest thing is that we are in perfect peace. 
and that our minds are set and displayed on him. You know, we must go through a lot of hardships in life in order to be transformed into his character. And that's just how God made us. But he urges us and petitions us to go into prayer and intercession and thanksgiving and to really make our lives holy and blameless before him. And then he will give us supernatural peace. I always read Psalm 91 when I'm feeling that there's a little bit of anxiety or fear in me. And then God gives me supernatural peace. And he remembers that I'm in the shadow of the Most High. And I rest in his comfort and in his plan. And I am made into his image through his character and through his anointing. And when I read the Psalms, especially Psalm 91, Psalm 35, and Psalm 37, are the ones that he always tells me to read, um, it, it literally reverses whatever demonic attack is being planned against me. And he puts you in perfect peace. So he wants you to really just go into his presence and to be just healed and transformed by the Prince of Peace, who he is. Um, and you know what? Declaring his word over your life, binding it the strong man of fear and anxiety, delivering yourself through the speaking of the word of God and to have peace with others are all ways to live in peace. He wants us to live in peace with each other. He wants us to have peace in the eye of the storm. So in Ephesians 6.23, it says, Peace to the brothers and sisters and love with faith from God, the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. So he wants us to know that we have faith and love and that will bring peace when we're living in faith. When we're living in doubt and fear, there's no peace because then you're, he says that you're a double-minded man and unstable in all his ways. Sometimes God doesn't show you the full picture. At one point he was showing me the full picture, but he says that prophecy is conditional. So it's not always going to be exactly what he showed you because some people don't repent and they won't be coming on the same path with you. But he will show you the, his ultimate plan. It doesn't mean that it's gonna to come to pass. But he wants us to have peace in the eye of the storm and to have peace knowing that as long as we live holy and righteous to him, he will open up the right doors for us with the right people because he sees the whole plan. You know, he, um, he shows his prophets the far future, but sometimes he closes our eyes to the next steps because he wants us to just have faith and not really know if it's ever going to happen the way he showed us because not everybody is going to be on the path that God has for you for the next season. It doesn't mean forever. It means, you know, it could be forever, but it could be just for another couple of years. You know, he'll bring you with new people that are going to be going into the direction of you. You know, I had just to share because I feel led to share this. God gave me um, very open encounters with him of the future. And then he told me to go on a 100% opposite path and get remarried, <laughs> just be honest, and to go on a path that was different than what he showed me. And it was being obedient to the next steps that he showed me. Now, if you told the average Joe, they'd say, no, you made the wrong turn, but I didn't. In fact, he opened the door and he made it in a way where I had to go in that direction. And he'll do that. He'll make it like you have to go in this way. And he has reasons. He might have been for um, protection, for rest, for trust. But he told me to go on this path. So I just go one step at a time into the path that he shows me. Now, he showed me a big picture, but 
that is conditional. You know, not everyone is going, you know, Moses died before he made it to the promised land. So it doesn't mean that everybody's going to go with you to the promised land. So I'm just sharing this because it brings peace to my soul, knowing that I'm going one step at a time in the plan that God has for me in obedience. So just to share that, when I went into this direction to get remarried, it was at a point where for six or seven years, my rent never went up pretty much. And it was the same every year. That specific January, it went up $500 a month. And there was no way I was going to be able to pay it. Now, I always trusted the Lord and he always came through for me. So I, it didn't give me fear. However, I knew that in my budget, I was just making bills. So an extra four or 500 a month was not going to happen. But I still believe God. I said, well, Lord, even if I get evicted, you're going to bring me to a new location. But then I had an open encounter with the Lord and confirmed by my two prophetic friends of me getting remarried and taking me on this path. And then he showed me this, exactly what happened. So it happened quickly. And the Lord knew I had to move quickly because I would have been double-minded for another year. So I did it in obedience and it was definitely his path. He's given me confirmation after confirmation. Now, this road has been detour after detour and different route after different route. Now, he showed me a path that could be 20 years from now, but I still have to go one step at a time by faith to that path if it ever gets to that way but i know this is the year of open doors of ministry and he didn't show me who's going to be in my life this year but i'm just believing by faith it's going to be the right people at the right time and he already brought me a few friends to go evangelizing with so i'm thankful for that we walk by faith not by sight in obedience to jesus and i hope this brought you peace to understand what moving one step at a time in peace, not seeing the next steps, but it's obedience. Abraham walked by faith, not by sight. He left his family and he went by faith and he laid Isaac on the altar. Now, a lot of times God will tell us to lay, lay things down and, and it's, he knows what's best for us. And he'll just take us on that path of righteousness. And we don't know what's next, but we just go by obedience. So I declare and decree that people will lay down their agenda and what God might have showed you for believing for the next steps by faith. It might be foggy in front of you, but just know that by hearing his voice, you're going one step at a time and in the right direction. He says his sheep hear his voice and the voice of a stranger, they will not follow. You know, I've been doing radio, TV, um, evangelism and courses for trauma and different things, podcasts can go on and on. Facebook lives, which he told me to lay down for many years. And I haven't finished a lot of the projects because they require money. But he said, there's going to be a day where I'm going to be able to finish these projects because they were built on the right foundation of truth and righteousness. The timing is everything. So I don't rush it. I don't worry about it. We have to pray. We have to believe in his timing and live in peace in the eye of the storm. Anyway, I love you. God bless you. If you can sew into this, um, or if you need a trauma coach or a life coach, I am here. You can call me at 941-258-8389, 941-258-8389. Next week, I will share the podcast of me and my friend, Christine LG, who I've known for years in New York, 
she was on Matt Sorger and Todd Bentley's ministry. Then she was in our ministry before I moved out of New York. And she's been a friend of mine for many years and very on fire for God. And she has a word that we both actually had encounters with this, with coming against principalities and powers of the air. And there's times that we're not supposed to do that and we could be wiped out. And God wants us to know our path and not to go over what God steps tells us to do. For instance, the Lord told me to get off Facebook sharing evangelizing. You know, he wants me to do it in small groups and out in the community. There's reasons we just have to be obedient. Doesn't mean that I'm not going to be sharing the word nationally in the God's time. You know, I don't know when that is or in the places he opens the door for. But for now, he wants me to be mainly silent except for trauma coaching. And I have to be obedient to that, except in my small groups. It's one step at a time by faith, just knowing what to do in the next step, not knowing why, but sometimes the big picture will come if we're obedient in the small one. But I just am so thankful for all he's doing in my life now. And I pray that people are healed and set free. I declare and decree um, financial breakthrough over people now in the name of Jesus. I bind all fear and anxiety in people's hearts and minds, and I speak peace over people's hearts and minds in Jesus' name. I declare and decree um, that people are having turnarounds in their life to just be surrendered fully to the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm just speaking by the Spirit. I hear rest in the Lord, rest in his presence, rest and trust him because he is the director of our path. He, we, and I pray that you will lie down and sleep in peace. To you, O Lord, we will dwell in safety. I pray that people have a good night's sleep tonight. God bless you all.